like who are you outside of that you know so i think once once the soul's awakened into the individual then like it, it actually creates the invitation for the two souls to see that's a good point to see each that's other. a really good yeah. point because how could you be soulmates if you don't even you have the soul, soul. Oh. yeah exactly that's, that's yeah. a really good point yo what up world it's your girl kelly howard here sharing my personal experiences on how being petty almost ruined my life yes all those petty ways and consuming my precious days just and petty thoughts just ugh. why he black like that mm, why is she looking at me is she can you believe she coming on my post saying xyz did what just pettiness just all consuming and i know you want to be less petty too don't you Girl, check out these bars. Hey, be less petty with your time. Okay. Be less petty with your mind. Be less petty with your blame. All that petty shit is love. Hey. Be less petty with your friends. Love first. Make amends. Be less petty with your life. Be less petty with your wife. Okay. Be less petty with your mom. Be less petty with your job. Be less petty. Be less petty. Be less petty, baby. Body aches, migraine, chronic illness, anger pains. All it comes from is being petty. Hey, what? I'm telling you now, uh-huh. you don't want to do it. Nope. Cause that petty shit will have you in ruin. Hey. Social media, yep. yep. Be less petty there. Mm-hmm. Cause all them petty comments ain't gonna get you nowhere. nowhere. You don't even want to be petty. Don't. I feel it. You just doing it. Cause it's socially acceptable, but don't nobody want no more. We wanna move on to a new time where we can love and spit these rhymes. Like what? I wanna love everybody, but is that even possible with this pretty behavior? I don't know why I start singing. It was just in me. Now my ears are ringing. My ears. Hey, 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 what up, guys? It's your girl, Kelly, and we are back with Be Less Petty. This particular season, we are talking about relationships specifically. Be Less Petty about relationships. And I'm your host, Kelly Howard, and I'm here with my wonderful and amazing co-host, Mike Jew. Hello. 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 (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just I mess with him. I want him to keep going and he's just refused to keep going. Um so we have some friends in the studio today. Loki, this is a re-record. Uh, we we lost the original recording with them, but it was such a great time and they had such a great time that they were so willing to come back. So, uh welcome Bob and Shona. How are you? Good. Doing well. Yeah. Happy to be back. Yep. I'm really excited to have them in here. These two are just an amazing, dope couple, first of all. Like, let me just say that. And they're so inspiring. And guess what, y'all? Guess what they met? Y'all tell them what they met. On Tinder. Tinder. (laughs) Yes. We're like the backup singers. Swiped right. This is this is a big deal because you know nowadays Tinder is looked at as a negative thing, mm-hmm. right? People look at mm-hmm. it as like, oh, you're just going on at a fuck, right? Yeah, totally. It's like, oh, let me go on Tinder real quick. I need some for the night, mm-hmm. and, and and that's like this this thing. Is it thing. that easy? I think so. I've never done, I mean, you know, I was married when Tinder came out, so I, I never I've never been on there, never, ever. Not even <laughs> curious. I've always been curious. <laughs> not 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 to use it. I've always been curious of what the platform looked like and never mind. My si- my silence guys is me <laughs> staring at him. <laughs> I'm giving him the devil eye right now. <laughs> yes, and because it has that that idea of what you go on there for when you find right. people that fall in love and actually get married and have such a great relationship like you guys have, then it's like, oh, Tinder can be used for other things. Totally. So that's pretty dope. But yeah. now one caveat that I should explain to my listeners is that they are both relationship coaches. So that <laughs> that probably has a lot to do with how they were able to manage that. You know, you're not most of the time you're not finding that on Tinder. You're finding like people that are just in their lives. Right, totally. Yeah. And I think um you know, I think it's all about your intention. 
Like mm-hmm. if you're going on Tinder to hook up or to get some, yeah, you know, versus like when I met Shauna, my intention was to you know meet my wo- you know meet my woman, meet my my future partner. Yeah. Oh, what were your yeah. intentions, Shauna? Oh, I just wanted to hook up. <laughs> <laughs> Found this hot piece. <laughs> so you was like, where's the fuck for the night? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, with the pictures, pictures on Tinder are pretty telling for what you want to go on there for. Yeah, so it's like, I've never been you on know, Tinder like, either. So Really? Really, like with no hesitation. I've mm-hmm. never been on Tinder. Um, and why are you staring at me? No, I've I'm never been on Tinder. So, no, I, I I don't believe that I you don't have. Even, I, re- I really don't even know what the app looks like. Like, I've never even seen the Tinder app. And that's what I was curious about when I was, I never looked at it, but I was curious about that, what it looked like. Not what it does. That's mm-hmm, 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 Anyways, mm-hmm. Uh, so so what do you mean by what the profile picture, like the profile picture is like boobs oh, out? Yeah, it's or like uh, pictures in the, in the bathroom with just your body, barely your face, or like, mm. you know, cleavage all over the place or... And so you were in For a three-piece us. suit, yeah. button, buttoned up to the yeah. top, right? Totally conservative, <laughs> of course. Actually, um, yeah, so you, you, you have like four or five pictures or whatever that you can put on your profile, and then you have a profile description. And mm-hmm. um, I remember when I was looking at Shauna's pictures, I was like, dang, like, you know, this woman is looks amazing. And, you know, then I read her profile. I was like, wow, she seems really nice. And then... I swiped, you know, you swipe right or left, right, yes, I want to meet you, left, nope, you know, you're not, you're not, I'm not. Now, does the person person get notified if you swipe left? (laughs) That was so sad. No. Like, rejection, (laughs) rejection, rejection, rejection. It's like, (laughs) I had 20 swipe lefts, no swipe rises. That would be bad. Demoralizing. (laughs) I mean, it's demoralizing anyway. (laughs) That would make it, like. Really incredible. There's got to be a market for that somehow. I know oh somebody's God. somebody had to ha- had to Something. have created a third party app it like see your swipes. Yeah, you know they have the apps on Instagram and stuff where people unfollow you where you know. So they have to have a Tinder app. Was like who's swiping left mm. on your picture? Mm. It has to be probably hard. yeah. I'm Tech sure. geeks create. It might you know it might be it might be a cool like place to like notice like oh maybe I need to work on myself if, yeah. I'm, if I'm getting all these this many right, swipe all these dismissed and like that's a good way to look at yeah, it yeah yeah oh maybe I maybe I need to work on something <laughs> or you could send them a message why did you swipe left just God. tell me why those <laughs> conversations oh. oh my god I need closure oh. on why I need closure you, on your swipe <laughs> why you swiped left okay so you swiped right we obviously yep. Yeah. yep. And then does she have to swipe right back? Yeah. Right. So I think it, I think it was like two days after I swiped right. And I was like, I mean, I was. You've already I don't know if on. I've ever told you this. No, no, no. <laughs> like she's not swiping me right Ooh. back. No, but I would like look at her pictures and just be like, like this was the, I- the ideal of the woman that I wanted to mm-hmm. be with. You know, just like from her profile, like from what I knew from her from her profile. And I was nice. like. Not visually, but just from actually reading just well, her values. Both. I mean, both. I mean, both. But like, you know, I would like just look at her pictures and be like, wow, like this is the type of woman I want to be with. And um, <laughs> kind of embarrassed saying I this. But like, I would like, I would like lay he in my bed. I would, I would, <laughs> knock it off. I would, it's so cute. I would lay in my bed at night before I go to bed and I would just like look at her pictures, like legit, and just be like, you know, she's, this is the type of woman I want to be with. And then, like, two days later, I think she, we matched. And I was just, like, I remember I was sitting on my couch. It was, like, it was pretty late at night. Yeah. And I was just, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What am I going to do? Oh, my God. And I'm then, so glad that worked out because it could have been considered a little stockish. So, you know what I mean? Like, I'm so glad that that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, just in the bed looking well, at her vision. I wasn't being, I wasn't, I wasn't being, like, creepy about it. I was just, like. Envisioning it. Yeah. Like, I, so, I mean, she, you know, like, the idea of her had been on paper for, like, about a year and a half. Um, and some now the, tell me about that. What do you mean? Yeah. The idea so and, and like the work I do as a coach, um, you know, I work with a coach as well. And we do these things called like project design and where you actually um, write out everything that you want your cho- like your future partner or the future experience that you have with this person, like write it all down exactly everything that you want. Mm-hmm. And she hit just, you know, visually and what she had in her profile. She hit a lot of those things. And I was like, wow, you know, these are the type of women I want to be well, connecting with. What yeah. were some of those things? Um, I mean, <laughs> for me, like in the previous relationships I've been in, um, these seemed like big things. But yeah. like, you know, employ. <laughs> 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 employ. Uh, 
you know. <laughs> that is that's that's a big thing. Yeah. We, we, oh my god. But no, yeah, like. That's a big thing. <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, you know. Uh, you laughing too hard. Yeah. No. no I, oh man. <laughs> but you know, like, like you know, professional, have a career. Like, yeah. the main thing is like, I want a woman who doesn't need me. You yeah, know, doesn't yeah. need totally, a man. And like, yeah. you know, she was successful. She was in a like a helping profession. Um, you know, and I think like the other thing that we I do a lot in my coaching too is like really connect to the being of the purpose of the person mm-hmm. and her the being like who she and like energetically was like was coming out through her pictures. Hmm. Yeah. And I was like, there's something there's something about her here that I'm more curious about. Her aura. Like I'm all about that energy yeah. and all that. So you felt the energy of her just just coming off the page. Too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. And um, you know, that's why you know, I was like just surprised, like when we matched. I was like, "Oh my, oh my goodness!" Like this it, is happening. It, this is happening, and you know, it was like, "Whoa!" You know, a woman like that wants to be with a man like me. You know, and it was like the thing that I'm probably most. Now, when you say "man like me," what does that mean? Yeah, like the man that I had to become to a- attract a woman like this. So you 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 went through some transformations yourself, like totally. you were a type of guy, and yep. then you said, okay, yep. if I want this kind of woman, then I have to be this type type of man. Right, for her. right, yeah. Like I was the way I approached relationships before was like, you know, I had there was no intention with the relationship. Let know? me just say how mature that is. First of all, let's just pin that there, yeah. ladies out here looking for a mate. <laughs> that's super important that he got his shit mentally oh, together. Totally. Like yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, yeah and, and they say, need to be the person that attracts the their mate. It's not. And just they need one, to be. Yeah, it's both sides. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, and like the thing I say, like if you're not in sufficient relationship with yourself, there's no way you're going to be able to bring that in with another human being. Like n- not at all. So like, the the work that I took on was really getting to understand who I am. You know, um, fundamentally who I am why I'm here, like, what's my purpose? Why am I on the planet? And like, what do I want to create? What's the experience of life that I want to have? And essentially like building the relationship within myself, right? You think about all your relationships are up and down, right? And like, like for me, whenever I was down, I always looked for an outside source or an outside thing to make it feel better. To rectify that. Right. So like, I would get into a relationship and then I would want this person to fix me or to make me feel better. And I had to really learn to be that person for myself. And it's really all based in like self-love and and self-awareness and understanding and creating intention with yourself. So then, you know, once I started growing and, you know, sounds cheesy, but falling in love with myself and getting to understand who I am as a man, what I want, why I'm here, then I was able to like, you know, attract women like Shauna. Yeah, nothing about that sounds cheesy. It's like yeah. I said, it sounds mature because that is what happens. Right. A lot of people get in these relationships and they're broken, right? They're broken totally. souls. They don't love themselves. And then they look to this person to give them that love that they're seeking. And when they don't, right? Because everybody is human. Right. So if that person's having a day and they're going through their shit, now it's affecting you because you feel like you're taking that personal yep. versus being able to love on yourself and say, this isn't about me. Right. What they're going through is what they're going totally. through. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And that's super important, which is why a lot of people break up yep. over the most dumbest things. Like it'd be so small, but because they don't understand how to love themselves, they're not able to. Right. To deal with that. Right. So listeners, if you have a series of failed relationships, it's time to look at yourself. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I and take on, that. you know, take on. See where your work is to take on there. Yeah. Man, that is, and so, and I keep calling you Shona because of that damn O. I know. Shauna, <laughs> sorry I, about that. Um, Shauna, so you, you also was doing a lot of self mm-hmm. work as well, at the, I guess at the same time that he was, because when you met, yeah. you were just linked for each other. Yeah, we, when we met, I felt like we had known each other for lifetimes. He just like came into my world. And With the was, S. Yes. Multiple. Yes. Mm. But, yeah, I was working on... We didn't... I don't think we've had the same experience. That no, we haven't had the same experience they have, but I was told that he was... This is our third lifetime together. <laughs> nice. And I believe that. And yeah. he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I did not say that. He didn't, but the look he gave me was like... 
okay, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> potential <right>. loony bin. <laughs> but I, I think that that's a real thing. And yeah. so this is our third lifetime together. So yeah. you felt like it was multiple lifetimes. You know, I, 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 I knew that there were like spirit guiders like working on our magic somewhere. I, yeah. I just had a feeling or at spirit guides or whatever you want to call it. But there was magic mm-hmm. bringing him to me. But I knew that I had to put in some work before I met him. So I was, I had created my manifestation, my manifestation list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With a few girlfriends and my sister and I. And, um, that's cute, but a little cheesy. Manifestation. Totally. Like I, that's man, man infestation. Man infestation. Man in- infestation. <laughs> man infestation. Yeah. An infestation yeah. of men. Yes. Okay, got it. Yes. <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. But we still have a picture of it. Like we we go back to it and we're like, holy crud, all our guys are hitting what we wanted. Mm. It's amazing. Um, but I was Do also. All your friend, not, I'm sorry no, not to cut fine. you off. Do yeah. all those friends that you created those lists with, are they all in committed relationships now? Yeah. Yeah. So it's my sister and then my friend Avon. Pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty great. But yeah, we, um, we created that. I also was at the point where I was like, okay, something's going on with me because I was 38 years old in relationships and then out of them for like three to five years. Because my heart just was so broken, I couldn't take myself into that space again. So I was like, I gotta, I gotta really just love on my heart and myself. So I started doing a lot of work, and I, I created a future vision for myself. And I would say that future vision all the way to work for forty-five minutes at a time, and wow. I would feel the feelings of having him in my life. I had never met him, but it, like the man that I was attracting, the home, and and I was like crying because I just knew the feelings of what it was gonna be like to mm. come home to the to the guy I found. Wow. Now what it, would you, as a relationship coach, both of you guys now, but would you, is that something that somebody in a committed relationship can already do if their relationship is like not where it needs to be, could they create that same energy oh, yeah. totally. and change it? Totally. Yeah, because it's 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 so much more about like not getting the thing, but what the thing would actually provide you. So if you're already in the relationship, but you're wanting more joy and more fulfillment, more partnership, it's mm-hmm. actually focusing on creating that. Like, how could you create more joy, partnership, play, whatever it is in your relationship, mm-hmm. and then um, you know moving towards that you know, that, you know, but through action, through manifestation, through belief, through Gratitude. mantra, like whatever it is, it's, it's cartwheels, whatever. Yeah. Bringing, <laughs> bringing that, bringing that thing into existence. That's so yeah. interesting. So you guys both swipe right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long was it before you got married? Well, about eight months. Mm-hmm. And that's planned, mar- like, axed, planned, mm-hmm. and married yep. within yeah. eight months. Yeah, we, we we went on our first date October 15th. Uh, he asked my my family and my mom and dad and my, the rest of my family for my hand in marriage. And then we got en- engaged March 3rd. And then we got married July 22nd. Wow. And in between then, he had moved in with me. And then we bought... Our two flat uh, four days after our four year anniversary of meeting each other. Wow. Yeah. I was like, let's get pregnant. <laughs> like, and just do it all in a year. But we decided, no, we'll keep one. We'll hold one off for later. So are you guys in, thinking about having a baby? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah December is, uh, we're going to pull the goalie, take some shots on that. December? Like mm-hmm. in a month and a half? Mm-hmm. Or in a month, not even in a half. It's yeah. November already. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, we both went into it like, oh, I don't know. We just really like our lives a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no, but too, like, I, I never, I never, like, kids didn't matter to me. That's something like, I didn't think I needed or wanted as like an mm-hmm. experience of life. And then when Shauna came around, I was like, I want to do all of life with her. You know, which includes having a child. I remember asking him. I think it was on our second date if he wanted kids, and he's like. Yeah, I think if I met the right person, and I was like, oh, yeah, me too. <sighs> but uh, the main reason that I would want a kid 
not only because it's just amazing experience, but I want to see him as a dad. Just like wholeheartedly want to see him as a dad because mm. he'll just be incredible. I just now, know it. And now you guys, I, I think I remember from the last time we talked that you guys take on, you don't have traditional gender roles in your house, right? Correct. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. you do a lot of the fixing and stuff or you oh. own like a toolkit <laughs> and he like changes light bulbs or something like something like that. He he basically said that he was wanting to marry me after seeing my toolkit. Oh, right, right, right. That's house. what it was. He's like, yeah. I'm having a moment after I showed him all my tools and I was like, okay, dude. And then a few minutes later I was like, what's that moment about? He's like, I think I want to marry you. And I was like, okay. Yeah, I just had it. Like we were we were hanging up um, some Christmas decorations, yeah. and she's like, "Oh, can you go in this drawer and open the drawer?" And it's like just all these tools and hardware just laid out. I'm just like, "This woman is amazing." Wow. Like, yeah, I need I need this woman in my life. And <laughs> for, I saw you forever. guys y- your wedding registry, and I saw some tools on there. Who put those on there? Is that both of us? She put the drill on. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You guys picked out every item together. No. No, okay, because no. I yeah. saw the unicorn taxidermy as well. And that I was, was mine. That was it? <laughs> <laughs> Not mine. He's the unicorn. Unicorn. He's the That's unicorn. Mine. Yeah, she had the DeWalt uh, corded drill. Yeah. She, that was hers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, she Sometimes she I would put stuff on, and then it would just mysteriously disappear. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my God. So you would take stuff off? Like, we're not getting that. We're not no, putting that on there. I would there. never do that. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> now, okay, so now I know that my listeners are probably like, Okay, lovey-dovey, great. But there has to be moments where you guys don't necessarily agree, right? Oh, totally. Where you have yeah. your... So how do you deal with those moments, having so much love and so much care for each other? How do you deal with those moments and still, I guess, respect one another or each other's opinions or thoughts? Yeah, I, I think like one of the greatest um, you know, things that Sean and I have been able to do is give voice to whatever it is that we're going through. Mm-hmm. You know, because... I believe a lot of the conflict that comes up in relationship is based on something within the other person that it gets triggered or gets um, gets challenged, like whatever it is. So it's, you know, for example, like if Shauna says something and I might interpret it a certain way, like I'll own that interpretation and then bring it to her and it doesn't have to mean anything about her. So like she's like, hey, Robert, why did you do that? And I'll be like, oh, I did it wrong. I screwed it up, like whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll bring, you know, I'll bring it back to her and be like, hey, Shauna, when you said this, I made it mean this. And then she'll, you know, we'll talk about it. Like we we can... Bring it back to the intention. Right, right. Like we can, we can communicate in a way that's not harmful, in a way that doesn't... Um, like trigger the thing that it is mm-hmm. if that makes sense like there's a lot of responsibility in in our the way we communicate with each other mm-hmm. ownership of yeah because because think about how like how many times like certainly in previous relationships like my partner would say something and i'd make it mean all about me and, yeah. then, and then that would just snowball and i'd be on defensive and like screw you like whatever it is like it just completely um crumbles down and like you lose all um you know all partnership yeah. you know within within the conversation so it's it's just it's just been refreshing that she can um communicate to me and i can communicate to her and it's not like a battle yeah. you know it's not like a she said i said thing it's it's you know there's partnership within our communication when when we break down you know we're human beings we're gonna not have great days you know yeah but um yeah it's that's and she knows what i need in the moment too which is awesome like there was, um, there was one time, I think I forget. It doesn't really matter what it was, but I was like super taken out, super triggered, like you know. And she can anything sense, just sent you to yeah, yeah. She can sense when I'm like on edge or triggered, and like she just came up to me and grabbed me and just repeated, "I love you, I love you, I love you" for like two minutes, and I was just like, and I just melted. And I was like, that's exactly what I needed, and I didn't know how to ask for it. I didn't know how. I don't know why I needed it. None of that matters, but like she was able to pick up on what was going on. That's with me. so sweet, but like 
makes my skin crawl in a way too. <laughs> like, well, you know, I would because I'm so like I'm so detached emotionally in that way where <laughs> it's like I need to go deal with my shit, you know, mentally. But sometimes he'll just he'll just grab my hand and be like, mm-hmm. "I love you," or he'll say something, and based on my own shit, it's hard for me to even accept that. Like, I'll be like, right. "Okay, great." You love me so fucking what? Like, let me mm-hmm. deal with this, you know. So that's it's interesting that 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 like that works for you guys. Well, but I've at been the, in there. I've been there. I go out and water the garden. You, you just like need your I space. Up, I get up and I water the garden. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let her. I'm like, see it. <laughs> and then he knows, like, oh, she watering the garden. Yeah. Got it. But I, I know it's not about me, which is like what's great. Like, she just needs her time and space. And cool, mm-hmm. go go take it. You, you were know? gonna say something, Mike? Yeah. Uh, I was just gonna say, Faith does that. Our daughter, she she does that. She know if she notices that. Well, I don't know if she does it with you, but I know with me, if she notices I'm in a bad mood, she'll just come up and hug me and say I love mm. you. She does that all yeah, the time she does with it me, all the yeah. time, and it just kind of it brings me back down to reality yeah. of really what's important. Yeah. So I'm always appreciative when when our daughter does that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm like a big, I, I've done a lot of like uh, like. Uh, inner child like healing work um that's super important i've been reading a lot about that recently and it was like you gotta love on your inner child seriously it's been like you know transformational and like you know if i can get enough elevation like in the moment there's like something there's some part of my inner child that's not getting a need met and it's having a freaking temper tantrum in the moment you know so like when Shauna just grabbed me and said, I love you, I love you, I love you. Like, that's what my little inner child needed just to feel like, oh, I'm loved and I'm safe. Like, yeah, sure, we can have Brussels sprouts for dinner. Like, you know, like whatever the, the right. fight was we were having at that time or the conflict, like it was like totally resolved. We, we just got down to what the base, the base need and the base um, like partnership that had to happen to, to get the need met. Yeah. yeah, I was uh, talking to my therapist about, I forgot what incident we had, but um, he was just saying that how important it is, and even with your friends or with any relationship, how important it is for them to feel, how for people to feel tethered to something, mm. right? Mm. He uses the term tethered a lot, and, um, you know, so if she's having a bad day or if I notice something, I've made it a, uh, I've, I, I've kind of implemented that idea of, okay, let me at least let her know that she's tethered to me. Like, you're not alone. You know, I'm in this with you. You don't, you know, I'm not going anywhere. So, you know, it's whatever you're feeling, you know, you can, you can share that with me. You can, I'm here with you. Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, because that's important to know that you're not alone, to know that you're, you, you have somebody in your corner. Um, It's a great feeling. Yeah. He's really good at like, He's really good at like taking my anger and frustration and turning it around into like this. It's okay if you need me, I'm here, and that and that kind of pisses me off too. Sure. But then it's like <laughs> once I realize that I'm just like because sometimes I use it's it's sad, but it is just a work in progress with me, right? I'm used to you know having grown up in a family where everybody was each other's punching bags. Mm-hmm. It's like we mm-hmm. took everything out on everybody else when we were dealing with shit, and so I find myself doing that. Like even on the way here, we were in the car. And he wanted to use my charger, right? And I was super petty about it because I'm like, it pisses me off that you don't fucking charge your phone. You know what I mean? Like, I charge my phone, my phone's charged. You don't charge your phone, why? You know, and I'm like stressing out about this fucking charger. I'm going crazy. I'm at 75%, but I want to be at 100. And it pisses me off that you're at 20, right? So this is a full-on fucking argument. It wasn't an argument. And then he's like, Bae, if you want the charger bag, I'm like, it's not about the fucking charger, right? And now I'm mad about him trying to give me the charger bag. <laughs> then finally, um, he's just like, okay, and he takes it. And then now I'm mad that he's mad about me snapping on him. So now this is a whole like ride here of just irritation. Finally, I had to swallow my pride and realize that I took out my bad day because I just haven't had the best day or the best couple of days, actually. And I, it's just a lot going on in my mind. And mm-hmm. I took it out on him. And, mm-hmm. and it's, that's just what it was. There's no if ands, and buts about it. And so I had to apologize for that. And afterwards, mm-hmm. he was like, you know, you can talk to me. If there's something you're going through, that's what this is. That's why we're together because we have each other. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll talk about it. Maybe. But not now. Like, you know what I mean? I'm still, like, irritated by the fact that he's okay with wanting to talk. And I, I remember, actually, I had a migraine, like, two weeks ago. And um, nobody was home. 
nobody was around and I was like really going through it and I needed something at the time and I'm like you know nobody's fucking here I'm fucking I'm just like ranting on text messages like Mm -hmm. and there's no and he's like babe I'm sorry that you're going through that I'm sorry that you feel that way if I was in a position to be there I absolutely would but whatever you need when I'm available I definitely got and I'm just in my mind I'm like no you're supposed to stop what the fuck you're doing Mm -hmm. to come deal with this and he just did not let that and every attack like I was like and then I oh this was the one that made me realize he wasn't going there with me right this is the one that made me say okay Kelly chill the fuck out I was like you know what just so you know multiple sclerosis is not going to get any easier so if you're not going to be able to deal with my sickness you need to make that decision now if you're not going to be able to and he's just like I'm in this for the long haul. It's mm. not about, it, it doesn't, you know what I mean? Like I'm not skating away because you're sick. That's not a thing. I'm here for you. Just at this very moment, I'm unable to come to your, your beck and call. Basically. He was like, but I am here for you. And it just made me realize like, Kelly, you being a fucking brat and you need to chill out. Like I had to check myself, you know, and that happens sometimes where I have to go into my little corner. And like you said, talk to my inner child and say, what is it that you need right now? Why are you, lashing out on people that love you and care about you and what is it you have to find a better way to communicate those messages because in a way you're pushing them away when you do that like Mm -hmm. people are i mean thankfully he hasn't moved on it but people will only take that type of you know outburst for so long before they're like you know what i just won't try to help you at all then you know so yeah it's Nice, uh, nice work, Mike. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's not. Therapy and meditation actually work. Yeah, Yeah. man. Yeah, because because if it was a year ago, it would have been a much different outcome. Oh yeah, totally. Fine, I'm leaving. Yep, yep. But like you you can break, like bring it back to the phone charger. It's like it's at some fundamental level. Like Mike not having his phone charged means that he's going to abandon you. Or there's some like it may be something deeper, like yeah, yeah. or like you know he's not prepared to like help you in the ways that you need to be helped. You know, like there's there's some fundamental thing that you know blows up over some you know you know silly kind of little thing throughout our daily lives. But if you have the opportunity to like pause and to get some elevation and step back and be like, all right, what's really going on here? What do I need? Check in with your inner child. Um, You know, you can kind of work through. Pretty much whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah my uh, I was my therapist. Was, you know, he's. I was telling him about an incident that happened this morning with me. Um, and I it, it involved a good friend of mine, and he's going through a lot. And and I was like, I really don't know how to handle this situation. And he's like, Well, you're handling it just fine. You just have to stay grounded. Mm-hmm. And you know, he was he referenced the Buddha. He's like, If you always notice the Buddha's always grounded, then he puts his hands up to the sky. And I was like, Oh, okay. That, that makes sense you know he's like but as long as you stay grounded and you and you stay calm and you keep a level head then you can pretty much get through anything and so that's what i've really been focusing on when any any incident comes up but again a year ago that would have never happened right yeah. but you know through through some self-development and, and growth and it, it it really kind of you le- you learn that these certain things that are happening aren't necessarily aimed at you right you learn that these things are just they're happening you just have to kind of learn how to deal with it. Right. And and all you have control over is your response. Exactly. Essentially. You're right. Yeah. Your response, your perception right. and you know, and from there you that's all you can control. Right. And like on the other side of that too, it's it's having the ability to actually ask for what you need. Versus yeah. You know, expecting right. them to know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that that's been something too, like, you know, and it <laughs> Like we'll get like I don't know what I fucking need like you know like <laughs> just, we'll, we'll we'll get yeah. to that point too or just like just stop asking me that question I don't know and then mm-hmm. and then um, but like we have that vocabulary where at least we know that there's there's a need that's not getting addressed at whatever level and then we can actually kind of in, almost invite each other to start to explore what's what's the actual need that we have yeah right? yeah. yeah when he when he used to be like, he has a difficult time asking for what he needs. It's just a, one of the things that he's working on. And that is really easy for me. And so when he didn't know what he needed and he would say, I don't know what I need, I took that personally at mm. first and was like, I can't help him. I can't help satisfy like what he needs because I, I can't figure it out. Yeah. And then as time has gone on with him being like, I'm not sure what I need. I'll, it, it's almost like, and I'll get back to you when I figure it out kind of thing. And then we revisit it. And 
and we're able to get that elevation and just be like, mm-hmm. okay, what's going on? What do you need? Yeah. Yeah. And There's yeah. Uh, another like really good one for me too is like when I'm sick or don't feel well. <laughs> like I'm I I was used to, and I've always grown up like I just take care of myself like I'll you know I'll get you know my food I'll get my medicine like I'll do it all myself and just leave, put me on a couch and leave me alone like that's just how I learned to kind of take care of myself when I was sick and and Shauna's like what do you need like can I make this for you I'm like no can I get you a blanket no can I get you some water no like <laughs> yeah and I I want to eat I want a blanket and I want some so, so she's like, you know, do you mind if I go out and see some friends? I'm like, no. And then, and then, then she leaves. So then and you're I would like... leave. I like, I, he would be sick for like a week, and I'd be like, peace. I'm going out with right. my girlfriends. Right. Yeah, and I'd be like, she abandoned. Me. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it was such, it was such an awesome like learning experience for us because I like I didn't know that. Yeah. Like I didn't know that 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 need was not being addressed. Like I actually needed someone to help me and to take care of me, but I didn't know how to ask for it. And like mm-hmm. that experience, you know, like at, you know, when I got better and I was like, Hey Sean, like guess what I learned out about myself. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, like I need prompting. I actually need help in asking for what I need when I'm not feeling well. Right. Yeah. And, you know, or I just don't ask him and I'll just do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's that's the whole thing about marriage or partnership, right? Mm-hmm. Minus, I mean, it doesn't have to be a marriage per se, but if, that's the whole thing about partnerships and friendships even when you think about your closest friends and all that, they compliment you. Yep. And it's okay to ask for help. It's okay for someone to be there for you and for you to, you know, it, that's needed. And uh, if we don't have that, then it's, um, you know, it, it does become a very lonely world or if you feel like you don't have that. But mm-hmm. a lot of times we all have it. We just don't know how to reach out, and that could be ego. It could be a lot of things that can aware of that. But that's what I had to learn, uh, in particular about my marriage, and then that's kind of translated out to my friendships as well. Because mm-hmm. I valued friendships a lot differently in the past before my wife. Uh, today, because we found a different level of partnership, that it's uh, it's actually helped evolve a lot of my friendships and how I view my friends and how mm-hmm. you know where I don't look at something that they did. And get angry about it. I look at it as, hey, we each have our own strengths, and yep. that's what we're going to pull off of or draw off of. And same thing with us. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely, uh, in regards to Mike and I, I've gotten better with um, allowing him to be the man. Like I've just, I'm just so masculine mm. in so many ways. I was it's very pro- masculine. Yeah, I'm so masculine in so many ways. And like I'm, very I'm, I'm, yeah, it really <laughs> is. Like it really is that way. I'm, <laughs> I'm really good at like, you know, just. I don't know. I'm just one of those type of people where I got it. I got this, but I've always had to have it. And so when I think about the only person that has never, ever, ever let me down for sure has been my mom. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I know for a fact that if I call my mama, she going to make it happen no matter what. But anybody else in my life, I can't say that they've done that. Now that I'm in a marriage, Mike has never let me down. But it's like just getting used to that, getting used to allowing someone else to be that call you know, versus my mom being used to being able to say, I know he got my back if I need it. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it is a transition. It's like a, it's like mm-hmm. a, it's a deconditioning of not expecting the, the people that are closest to you to be there for you, you know, cause he is that he's proven it, Yeah. but it, it's, it's a process of deconditioning. Like you have to get that mindset out and it's not easy. It's a, it's a habit really at this point at age 37, you know what I mean? It's, it's a literal habit of just like, I got this. Yep. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, like it, like to rely on someone else, like it, it requires vulnerability, right? Mm-hmm. And yes. like for a lot of us, that's uncomfortable, right? It's it actually exposes us to hurt or exposes us to be harmed if if we're vulnerable, if we open up, if we allow someone in, if we allow someone to help meet our needs. And it's like I said, it's uncomfortable, and we tend to not like things that are uncomfortable. Yeah. Right? You know, so if it's a like you know, it's it's been a new practice to kind of lean into and to to actually practice vulnerability and. For me, like that was probably the heart of all the transformational work that I took on was like opening up to my vulnerability and actually getting really clear on the things that I needed and wanted and to have in life. And, um, you know, it, it's 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 required effort, you yeah. know, because we're conditioned to um, live life the way that we know. And this is totally different. It's totally outside of my comfort zone and totally unknown. And mm. it's 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 a. Um I don't want to say socially acceptable, but just to as a man, 
oh, to yeah. be vulnerable is like not okay. You know no. what I mean? It's like the way you shouldn't be, quote unquote. You have to be hard. You yeah, gotta be or, a man. Or it's weak. You know, yeah, it's, or it's, weak. At, it's exactly. looking at weakness. A weakness. Yeah. yeah. Totally. And, and I would of, oh, no go ahead, please. That's one of the reasons why he he like he associates himself with a unicorn because he's this like <laughs> really muscular man that looks like he could be riding a Harley and he has the heart of just gold and vulnerable and he doesn't fit the stereotypical yeah man's man yeah and and that's what unicorns are i mean they just are a mixture of some really beautiful pieces and that's what he's got yeah Aww. i've had to um i've had to work on that mentally because one of the things that attracted me to mike was his sensitivity mm -hmm. the fact that he was so sensitive and then it got to a point where i was like why are you so fucking sensitive you know what I mean? <laughs> my, my wife thinks i'm gay nice. <laughs> and he thinks i'm a lesbian so we work perfect you know what i mean it's a perfect Pretty match sure <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh but that's why it works i mean so okay so we're we're close to oh my god our conversations just go so quick because mm. so it's so easy to talk to you guys and so easy to talk about things i do want to ask a couple other questions before we get out of here did you guys utilize other social networks or dating apps prior to tinder did you find yourself like looking through all these different apps trying yeah. to figure out for 10 years i was on the apps oh really oh wow yeah i was on okcupid um eharmony uh, match bumble hinge and those are all the ones that are supposed to find. Wow. You're supposed Bagel. to find love. Right. Tinder, you're supposed uh, to find yeah. ass. So yeah. are you like those single <laughs> people, yeah. Tinder. <laughs> Tinder yeah. is the way to go. <laughs> Got it. Find I'm, love on Tinder. For my single friends, they're loving Bumble at the moment. But <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I've never heard of any of these. I know, right? Yeah, I've heard of OKCupid. I've heard of eHarmony, and I tried Match once. I think you did say that. I yeah. tried it once, and it wasn't bad. It was just, an, it just wasn't. I think there was an expectation that was there that I didn't have the other person had. Yeah. And so it just it didn't work because she had an expectation that we were like a match. And I'm like, no, we just kind of met. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> you're yeah. the one. Yes. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, match.com is. She was in her bed laying down right. looking at his pictures. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just sitting here like, it's just another date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was on uh, Tinder and Match and I think Bumble, they're ones. You know that I was on, and you know I think Tinder was just the easiest platform to use, so that was, you know, why it was probably on that one more often than not. He was my first Tinder date. Oh wow! Really? First and only. Yeah. Wow. Right. Yeah, first and only. I'm like right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> mm -hmm. I ditched all the like ten, fifteen guys I was dating. No, I'm just kidding. Nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I ditched my Bumble yeah. day, my my eHarmony day. <laughs> You guys are relationship coaches. You don't coach together, though, right? You coach Not at the moment. and then you coach, but you eventually will coach together as right. a team. Right. Yeah, we're looking to launch our um, our couples coaching business uh, in January of next year. Starting. Nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah cool. We're yeah. So really looking at you know bringing what we have created in our own relationship and bringing that to be the foundation to how we help other folks nice. as well. So. Um, yeah, we're still in the, the creating phase with it, but we're looking forward to uh, exploring and being able to help people find the love and experience of relationship that they want. That's a beautiful Good. thing. That's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, we found each other later in life. I'm, I was 38, you were 40, he was 42. And it's it's so nice to know what we have now and we appreciate it so much, but we really, really want to help people find their mate yeah or be in a relationship that is super satisfying for mm -hmm. both people mm -hmm. or get out of a relationship that's really not working and right. probably might not ever work do do you guys believe in soulmates or do you believe in uh oh I don't want to say okay so you have soulmates and then you have people that are willing mm. to work towards something better and bigger and more fulfilling which is what i think mike and i we would say we're more willing like we it wasn't a manifestation looking at each other pictures and like oh this is the one yeah it wasn't that it was just like you know we we started dating it was great it was good you know and then things got shaky and then they got a little better and then it got yeah. shaky and then it got we started better off and, pretty shaky though and we start i mean our condition was definitely 
Yeah, we, we started off in a very extreme condition. Yeah. So we I don't we don't we don't have that same experience that you guys have, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um ours I would honestly say that we didn't like what you know, the self love, I don't think I had that up until recently. Yeah. yeah. Um that's I didn't I didn't even focus on it at all yeah. up until recently. Right? And it's something that's not taught. It's you know, like our parents don't be like, remember to love yourself. Like they don't just yeah. at least not our generation of parents, you know what I mean? Like maybe the newer ones might be like that, but yeah. definitely not ours. Yeah, but I could, I mean, I, now today that I've focused on that, I can say that it's made it, it's elevated my love for yeah. what we have. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we first met, it was very surface. It was very surface. I definitely, I mean, I would say that I loved her, but today I could say I really love her. Yeah. yeah. And there there's probably a part of you that has woken up, you know, mm-hmm. to yourself that right. actually allows you to love this other person, you know, more fulfilling or more like at, at a deeper level. It's like to answer your original questions, you know, soulmate versus the soulmate versus like, yeah. you know, the kind of on the court partnership or mm-hmm. kind of thing, like whatever it is. You know, I think that um, the soul has to be awoken in the individual for it to even be mm. like considered, An option, right? Yeah. yeah, and so many people just don't know who the fuck they are That's or so why true. they're here or what their purpose is or what they actually want in life if there's no circumstance, right? Or even so, what they enjoy. They they find themselves doing what other people like and yeah, they don't yeah. even really like that. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. I think we were buried in our careers. Oh, right. God, yeah. One of the first questions I ask all my clients is like, what do you want me to know about you? And what do they tell me? Everything that they do. You know, like right. their career, all their accomplishments. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like, who are you outside of that? You know, so I think once once the soul's awakened into the individual, then like it, it actually creates the invitation for the two souls to see. That's a good point. To see each That's other. That's a really good yeah. point because how could you be soulmates if you don't even, you haven't see even the soul. The soul. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's, that's yeah. a really good point. Nice. Yeah. Do you want to add that to one. that? <laughs> Do you want to add to that before we close out? Because that was a good one. That was a great. No, it's really beautiful. I, I, I believe in soulmates. I believe in when you are ready and you, I mean, he, he says the soul awakening. I believe it's like when you're ready to meet each other, you will. Which almost makes me think if people are trying to force or get into these relationships based on social standards of like, yeah. you should be married by 28 or you should be married by 30 when it's like 26, your brain is just now fusing together mm-hmm. as a human. Like you're mm-hmm. just now becoming whole physically. You know what I mean? And so you're discovering who you are and what you want. I mean, I didn't really start this journey of self-love until yeah. in my mid 30s. And it's right. like that's about the age that I think that people start caring about what they feel. Right. Versus what people see them to be. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like that's when you make the shift to really start caring about yourself. So it doesn't make sense to be out here forcing these marriages and these relationships and these unions at such a young age when you're going to change. Right. You're most likely going to change in your that's 30s. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of uh, – I found that as I got older, people were like, you need to lower your expectations. And I was like, oh, hell no. I'm not I, – I need to raise them, if anything. Yeah. And – I, at 38, was able to find, I would say, about 93% of my manifestation list, my conditions of satisfaction with this guy. So everybody is going to be telling all these single people to be a certain way when they just really need to discover who they are. Who they are. Who the yep. fuck they are. Right. Yes. And when you discover who you without, are. Right. Yeah, without having... Oh, you're so old. It doesn't. You're not that gonna, idea. You, yeah, yeah, like all these, all these societal conditioning um, phrases that just hit single people as they get older. They're tough. Yeah. And I think with the woman body too, a lot of women are afraid that they won't be able to have children. Have children. But that yeah. was like literally old school that's how it, it's so much out here that supports a woman to be able to have a child later in life yeah. uh, I do believe there are still some scientific studies that say okay you know in your mid 40s up into your 50s it's yeah. probably a little dangerous yeah. right. right but mid 30s you know early 40s is still a very possible thing very possible, and, yeah. and it's supported by like they have the they have the equipment the my sister's 38 and just had yeah. a beautiful Yeah, they have baby. the ability yeah. to do it now. So it's like there is no rush finding yourself and accepting that self, right? Because that's what it's about. It's about self-acceptance. Yeah. And I, I put this on my Instagram the other day. It's like when you learn to accept yourself, it's so easy to accept other people. Totally. The way that they are. Like, 
Well, they're no longer a threat. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. you, you have what you need from you, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And there's a release as well. Um, like when you release all those judgment, there's almost so much pressure on people that they're so focused. They're like hyper focused. Mm -hmm. So once you actually like take a step back and you're like, I'm going to do me. Mm -hmm. It's almost like, Oh, it feels so good. It feels so good. It's almost like there's like a wash that comes over you and you're like, I'm going to do me. And then that's actually what attracts. Yep. That, the mate, that it does. energy just like starts swirling around you. Yeah. And people are like, girl. That's <laughs> so know? true. Yeah. Like if, if you want to create the re- a relationship or find your mate, like the, my, in my opinion, the best thing you could do is focus completely on yourself mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. doing, and doing your own work. Mm-hmm. And you that's know, just life in general, right? It's like if, you know, if you want to, tr- you know, a lot of people struggle with all these different things that they want. Mm-hmm. Career. And career, and friends, yeah. whatever. And um, <clears throat> you can go out there and get those things, you know, without focusing on it. But the problem is it's not, it, it's not really, it's real, but it, it doesn't ever feel as good as it could feel right. when, when you actually focus on yourself first and you love yourself first. And then everything else feels so much better because it's, it's actually, you're not trying anymore. It's organic. It's right. very it's natural. Organic. And there's it, a gratitude right there. Yeah. yeah. And it, it becomes an experience versus like a fix, right? right? Like once I get this career, then I'll be able to. Once I get right. this relationship, then I'll feel this way. Once mm-hmm. I get this, then. And it's a very externally driven life that right. has really very little power or, or passion. So then you're always setting yourself up for something else, yeah. You know, because the thing that you actually need is is inside of you, and and exploring there and getting your needs met by you and connecting you're never with satisfied, your heart. right? Yeah, lack right. of satisfaction. Okay, I can't. We can go on forever <laughs> about this. Like we're just those four people. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So we yeah. can talk about this. <laughs> I mean, you could always break it up uh, into two parts. Yeah, I definitely am gonna probably because we're running into 52 minutes right now. So and I want yeah. Okay. Anyways, tell people where they can find you because you do have a coaching business yep. for relationships right now. And yep. I think that you spit a lot of great information that could help people, even singles, find what they're looking for. So can you let them know? Yeah, sure. I'd, um, I'd love to connect with anyone who connected with me on this uh, podcast today. Uh, you can reach me at robert at conlincoaching.com by email, or you can hit me up on my website at conlincoaching.com. That's C-O-N-L-A-N. I'm pretty active on Facebook. You could find me there as well. Are you on Instagram? Yep, and Instagram at relationship wisdom. D U M B. Got it. Shauna. And I'm at Shauna Moeller. So it's S H O N A M O E L L E R on Instagram. And uh, Shauna Moeller on Facebook and shaunamoeller.com. Nice. Yeah. And we, uh, we both offer complimentary sample sessions if people want to discover what coaching could do for them, not only in their own lives, but in their relationships. Uh, come on over. Yeah. Nice. nice. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on Be Less Petty about relationships. I've been your host, Kelly Howard. and Mike Jew. Thank you, guys. Come back. A very special thank you to Lisa Beasley, our producer with She Funny, as well as Teresa Stewart. Her company is Colored. She's responsible for all of our new branding and design and cards against humanity for this donated studio space.